0: you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Sherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially Entered Season 2 of Still I Rise. I'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey. Because it's officially been a year since I've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse. And dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines. And uh, if you are a new listener... This podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of You know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months. I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So, thanks again for listening. I look forward to this brand new journey with you all. So here we are. It is, as I mentioned, December 2nd, and it has been a crazy week, as I'm sure you guys can all agree. You know, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Everybody's trying to get everything, you know, together for the holidays, or if not that, it's everybody's doing their best to just, you know, um, just getting over all of the chaotic, you know, driving and having family over and cooking, all of that stuff. It's just been completely marvelous, hasn't it? Well, here I am. I am doing my best to recuperate from all of that because it has been absolutely insane for myself. And I seem to always find myself having some difficulty trying to get back on track with things. And I don't know if that's a personal problem or, you know, um, I've come to a realization and an acceptance that, I am struggling with quite a bit of, you know, um, issues as far as like my mentality and as far as just, you know, just emotions in general. And I do apologize. I wish that I had everything together and I had (coughs) the ability to share, you know, something a little bit more positive with you guys every time. But unfortunately... That would be you know an utter like fantasy or you know just something f- just not real that i'm I'm you know giving you, giving you guys, and at the same time, that's even though I tell you guys, you know I'm trying to give you guys the most unfiltered um you know stories or unfiltered content. You know, I do hope that this is kind of giving people reassurance that, you know, you're not alone. We do tend to go through all of these issues and, you know, hopefully one day we can all come out of it and um, it does get better. And, you know, I still have that belief that it will and it's meant to get better and we are meant to go through some difficult times and just some frustrating events just so we can, you know, get an understanding of how things are supposed to be and how they work and et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) So it's been a crazy, crazy Thanksgiving weekend for me. I came back, well, I'm having issues with my car right now and uh, basically my flipping car's camshaft sensors went out, which basically my car will stall out at any moment, you know, whenever it pretty much becomes temperamental. It will just die out, stall out, if you will, which can be very scary because I have already had instances where it has literally stalled out in the middle of an intersection. And, you know, it is difficult to be able to fix that stuff right now because things are just a little bit tight. It's hard, but you know, you do what you can to just get through. You keep going because truly that is really all you can do. (coughs) So I had to figure out how I was going to go about, um, you know, getting to my mom's for the holiday. And it wasn't easy. But I had to figure it out. And, um, you know, we were supposed to leave Wednesday night. But I didn't feel safe because I did not want to drive in the dark. And it was raining. I wanted to make sure that we're safe. And it's better to drive during daylight. And So that's what we did. And, of course, my... Eldest got a little bit upset because he wanted to see his cousins, but I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we stayed safe. So with that being said, you know, we kind of went through a talk and, you know, it's like he also voiced out to me that, you know, he doesn't like the fact that I'm constantly leaving every time we go to, you know, his grandma's house. You know, and it's just like, it makes it really awkward because, you know, my sister, his aunt, basically, you know, had said right in front of the boys that they don't want me there. You know, um, my mom had said, okay, see if your mom will go. And, you know, I guess my sister had said out loud, I don't want her there. You know, which, of course, that is kind of tough to hear considering that's supposed to be your own flesh and blood. That's supposed to be there for you. And when you hear things like this, of course, you're going to get hurt. And so it was very difficult to just stomach that even. But, you know, I told them it's fine. I'd rather have them enjoy their holiday, you know, and I'll be okay. You know, and so they're kind of torn between like, you know, they feel like they're being guilt tripped. And, you know, it's like they want to spend time with me. And I know that sometimes I know it can be hard because as they do want to spend time with me, you know, it's like they want to spend time with other people, but sometimes those other people tend to make things a little bit more difficult than it needs to be. So, you know, and I can't say that at times I haven't been guilty of that because, you know, things can hurt and, you know, it's like I try not to show that I'm hurt to my children because I don't want them to, you know, feel bad about it. But, you know, it's hard to really just mask those emotions, if you will. So with that being said, that's basically some of the things that we go back and forth with. And it can be tough. It really can be. So... You know, we talked and um, I ended up having a pretty decent, you know, Thanksgiving with my family. Nobody really gave me any crap or, you know, it gave me such a hard time. And that was a blessing because I really didn't want that, you know. And after I spoke with my um, children's father, it made things a little bit more easier because, you know, there's really no hard feelings as much anymore, however, I also have to give him the understanding that nothing can become more, you know, there's no way that our relationship will go beyond friendship, if that, so, that's that, anyways, that's been a bit of my, um, concerns is just having him, you know, think anything, think that things are going to be okay and that, you know, there's a possibility that we can reconcile because that is not going to happen, you know, and to be honest with you guys, that kind of gives me a very ill feeling in my stomach every time I think of it because truly, you know, just... That thought alone just makes me sick because my peace is very important and I need people to just respect that and just leave me alone about it. So, you know, I'm find where I'm at. I don't think, and I really do not want anybody forcing me to do things that I don't want to do. And that's something that I would, I've been real big on as far as, you know, talking to my kids about it and telling them that, you know, they should never have to do anything that they don't want to do. They should never feel forced. It's not a good feeling. In fact, it can be very intrusive, um, unsettling. So, I honestly don't want them having to go through that. So that's why I've been very cautious about all of that. Anyhow, I do apologize for the background noise. As you guys know how I roll, I have to multitask and get everything in. (laughs) So I'm actually here starting up my laundry. My poor kids are actually sick. They got sick from... Their cousins, and um, since we've been back, it's been a royal mess in this house. So <laughs> I gotta make sure that I get everything taken care of and squared away, so that way we can all think properly. So. Like I said, Thanksgiving was pretty decent. You know, we got to speak to the boy's father. And we got to just kind of talk about things. And, you know, he was telling me, I'm so glad we're getting along. And it's like, that's all fine and dandy. We are getting along. But please, please, please do not take things the wrong way. And get weird about things. Because... This is as far as it's going to go. You know, so what kind of disturbed me is he had written me a letter. And basically saying that my sister is telling him that there's still hope for our marriage. And there is no marriage because we've already been divorced for close to six months already. Wait, is it actually beyond that because it was 6 months for it was already 6 months in last february so therefore it's been longer than that so there is no marriage to save and that's that <laughs> i i can't really like you know reiterate that anymore oh, god You know, it's like when you're dealing with others that basically put you in this position, you seem like the crazy person. And I probably, for those that are not really familiar with how narcissists work, it's like, y'all think that, you know, when we explain things, it's crazy. But let me tell you. It is pretty crazy, but the cuckoo is not on our side, or on our end. So here's my take on things. You know, after I went through you know all of that, I was able to kind of express myself a little bit more to my stepdad, and hopefully my point was I was able to, you know, get my point across. I really hope for that, but it may not be that way, and, you know, actually going over the letters that he had written, it was like, okay, you know what, I really do hope that there is no sense of false hope that he was, he's receiving and running with it, so <clears throat> the crazy thing is is he's getting out on the 27th. And I am truly not, it's not sitting well for me right now. It's difficult. It's just a hard pill to swallow and I'm feeling very anxious about it. So I got to figure things out, you know, and um, anyways, (sighs) my friends, I wish I could tell you that after a while, this journey will finally, you know, the craziness of it will finally, finally subside and things will be okay. But, you know, it's like things just keep getting dug up. And the one thing I can honestly tell you the best way to go about this so you don't lose your mind in the meantime, because here's the thing. When you're going through these type of ordeals with your children Divorce, it's like, especially when you have somebody that doesn't excuse my language have their shit together and when they finally have their shit together and they want to, you know, they want to actually contribute or they want to make things right, it can be a very challenging yet just, you know, just a situation that can create anxiety for you. You know, and it's like if we don't have control over our emotions, that's where things can just go haywire because you're just like thinking, what if, what if, what if, you know, you start thinking like in the beginning, if you don't have your control, your emotions under control, you start, you know, flipping out. Oh, my God, what's going to happen when this person gets out of jail? Oh, my God. Well, what if this? What if that? What if? Okay, look. If you're going through that right now, the one thing I can honestly tell you as I am physically going through this at this moment is, you know, from day one, starting from day one, make sure that you are controlling what, you know, just concern yourself with the things that you are able to control. Because once you start thinking about what other people are going to do, what they're going to think, That's when you set yourself up for failure. That's when you start going crazy. And then all the while, while you're thinking about them and having anxiety over them, it's like you're losing time. You know, creating what you should be doing or, you know, just the life that you need to. Basically putting together that foundation that you should be doing. You're wasting so much time and energy, you know, on worrying about something that you have no control over. Now, for me, right now, yes, I'm having a little bit of anxiety because it's like within the next 27 days, he will be coming out. Or, the I'm sorry, now it's 25 days, he will be coming out. You know, and it's like, I'm wondering, okay, you know, should I send... I. Ended up writing a letter on Friday and I was, you know, basically explaining to him how life has been and how great it's been for me, you know, and how I am happy where I'm at. So with that being said, it's like I just need to make sure that he gets that because I don't want any false hopes for him. I don't want him to think that there's a possibility that me and him can rekindle this romance, whatever the heck. No, we cannot do that. It's not in the cards. We can be friends but until then it's just like other kinks need to be sorted out. Like you know, well, now we can be friends, but I now see that sound, now I'm kind of backtracking here. We can be friends and it will not go beyond that. And there's other things in the pipeline that need to be sorted out before I can even, you know, allow him to just see his kids just like that. I'm going to have to go through the courts and do everything with a proper channeling and things like that so it can be A hot mess. So. You know. That's things that I'm going to have to start figuring out. That's things that are within my control. You know. The things that are within my control is. I need to let him know. And set the boundaries. You know. A lot of people. Like. In my family. Is more. The the, the moment I explain setting boundaries. I see them cringe. But let me tell you. I kind of don't give a shit. Because it's like. At the end of the day. I am the one that's going to be miserable. So there you have it. I have to make sure that I'm good in order for the kids to be good. And it's like, there is no, well, I'm doing this for the kids. You know, I'm going to sacrifice my happiness for the kids. That is complete bullshit. You only have one life to live. And nobody should tell you how to live your life because they think that it is right. And people need to stop meddling. You know, I'm going to share with you guys. Actually, I had posted this on Facebook. It was a really good quote, and I want to share it with you guys. Um, I saw it on um, one of those awesome photo, or pages. There's a, one of my friends that I actually you know follow he always has great things to post and so let me see here i wish i've had i wish i had this don't base your decisions on the advice of those who do not who do not have to deal with the results your life this is another one does not get better by chance it gets better by change so there you have it you have to make changes and even when things for example, with my children's father, even if he does change for the better, it doesn't mean that I am I should feel guilty to go back because his actions are not or what he does with his life is not my responsibility. And after about a year and a half already, it's like I have rebuilt my life. And I'm not going to let all of this go just because he decided to make things right for his kids. You know, now it's like he has to adjust to things. He has to adjust to the way that the boys and I have adjusted. That's how it should be, you know. And for those of you guys who are going through that, You know, I just, I want you guys to know that it is okay. It is okay to do what you have to do. You know, it's like, I know I don't have to mention what that is. I know that there's a few of you guys that are, you know, going back and forth, especially if you're dealing with narcissists in your family. I know that there's a few of you guys that are going back and forth. Should I do this? Should I do that? And here's the thing. You already know what the answer is. Just do it. People are going to get mad at you. People are going to freaking guilt you. But you know what? Just take a deep breath and keep going with it. Because here's the thing. They don't live your life. What's the worst they're going to do? The worst that they're going to do is they're going to sit there and just criticize you. But you know, it's like don't give them that control by allowing yourself to be that target. Don't give them that control by having to be there. You can walk away. You know, that's what the boundaries are for. Because it's like the moment they cross that, you can walk away. That's just how it is. So if they are not respecting you, then you don't have to put yourself in the line of fire to basically be shot at with insults. You know, with intrusive comments. You allow yourself to leave. You excuse yourself. That's it. Now... This is why boundaries are very important. They're like the shields because the moment you get shot at, you can say, you know what? It's been lovely. Thank you for your time. It's time. I I really need to go. Well, you're leaving. Thank you. It's okay. I'm going to go. And you know, it's like, I believe the more you do that, the better it is for you because you're able to preserve your sanity You know, it's like, there's no excuse. It doesn't matter if they're your mother, your sister, your ex-husband. It doesn't matter who the heck they are. Nobody has power over you like that. Nobody. You know, it's like, even your boss. It's like, you know, of course, it's like they hold you. You know, because it's like, they're basically, they hold you to your, to their standards. And they want to make sure you're doing your job correctly. Okay, that I get. But when somebody is literally trying to control you, it is time to get out of Dodge. It is time to say it is a wrap and for you to leave. You know, if it's hard to cut off relationships, set boundaries. That is it. That's it. Well, that's all I have for you guys for today. And I'm sure I'm going to have more. And I do have to get back to work. So thank you guys for listening and tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. You know, I guess I could say I cannot wait to share with you guys more of the challenges that are going to be coming in within the next 25 days. But um, I'll let you guys know and keep you guys posted. And, you know, let's just keep each other in one another's prayers. We're going to get through this together. So until then, be kind to yourself. Put yourself first this time. And, you know, it's going to be the holidays. And if you feel crappy, it is normal to feel crappy. So please do not beat yourself up over that feeling. So I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great day.